The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to the final E3 2018 press conference video games to the max review show here as Nintendo has just finished their thing about I want to say um, 45 minutes ago they're still having a treehouse live for the uh, for the Smash Brothers stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, and also there's a Ridley Amiibo, as you'd expect. So naturally, uh, yeah, I, I think you got what you expected as far as these are the games that are coming out rather soon. The games that may basically just two games that we've seen something. Uh, and didn't show their faces, Metro Prime 4 and Yoshi. Animal Crossing has been sort of hinted at at times, but never anything outright said by anyone, and people have been wanting that, but that's not there either. Remember that Nintendo also likes to announce things at their treehouse so that it keeps you watching. Um, So there's that. I think I'm not going to go so much in order for this one just because... I don't have detailed notes, number one. And number two, this is kind of short. At least 15 or 20 minutes of it with Smash Brothers. So, But mm. thankfully, I'm not here with myself to talk about it. As usual, Mr. Mark Morrison is here. Howdy. Randy Isbell is also here. Sorry, I'm, I'm re-watching. I, I missed details on, on Smash. I don't think they got into enough details, so I'm, I'm looking <laughs> back to make sure I understood. Oh, my God. Uh, and Sean Comer is also here. I-O. Yeah, so they did uh, unveil a new game from Marvelous uh, called Daemon Ex Machina, which looked kind of cool. Uh, it's sort of anime aesthetic of um, of like just the mech shooting stuff. Uh, so, Sean, yeah. you said you were watching the beginning in the car. Did you have the sound on? Yeah, the song was something. Uh. It was difficult to pay attention to what was going on because it was so loud. Yeah, I couldn't. Re- if they wanted to have sound effects, I couldn't hear them. It reminded me a lot of Metal Gear Rising. Which, that's fine. No. That's well, cool for the Switch. Kind of. <laughs> you liked it, I think, more than Mark did. Uh, no, Randy? I- liked what? Metal Gear Rising? No, God, I hate that game. Oh, you hated it? Okay. No, I like I like Rising, but just like the kind of the faux attitude of the game kind of just put me off. Or like that specific, you know, iteration of it. I mean, it's not like Marvelous is known for making some, you know, fantastic games or anything. I mean, part of their claim to fame is the Senran Kangura games, so... 
You Y'all know. know how good those are. <laughs> yeah, we do certainly. So uh, now they have dudes holding Pokemon plushies as they. I think they're playing Let's Go. I'm not sure, but yeah. So they did <laughs> announce that. That's 2019. Uh, 2018, they also showed off the actual DLC, story DLC for uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I'm excited about. They promised that for a year. since the, Almost a year since the game came out. They said, oh, you're going to have to wait till the end of the season pass to get this. So you're still waiting till September, but at least they announced that. It's really good. It's free if you have the expansion pass. I'm guessing what they're doing that Mark saw is that they're bundling the expansion pass with the game now so you save $30 instead of buying the expansion pass separate. Uh, after that, they sh- we had uh, Reggie come on for the first time and he showed off uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, and the little hint that you're going to want to spend whatever the hell it is that they charge you on the Pokeball Plus because you get Mew included. What a freaking way to get you to pay for that damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of surprised. Me and our Ranger were kind of surprised with the Pokemon Go inclusion. Like, that you can copy Pokemon from that into the game. Oh, that was there from the beginning. When they first announced it. They showed it. Mm-hmm. In well, the, I know, the well, they, I know they had conclusion. I didn't realize you could just straight transfer your Pokemon. So it's like yeah. you, no, can have, but you can have all... Mew without buying it. So here's the difference, though: is is you uh, you will not get. There will be three of your stats that are going to be randomized, so he won't be the exact character. Well, so you're going to have to deal the with stats that. Stats for like... Pokemon and the stats for Pokemon Go are two completely different things. But I'm, I'm saying, saying you don't have though. to buy the thing again. You still have Mew. Yeah. Well, I mean, we both have kids. We know what's going to happen, Randy. Oh, I'm still buying the damn thing. I'm just saying I, I can start this new Pokemon game with three legendaries instead of, you know, a starter and a Pidgey. So <laughs> that's what I was more confused by. As I like, wonder how they're going to so do they, that, you, though. I'm saying you can completely break this new Pokemon game if you really want it. I wonder if they might delay that for a little bit, though. The whole putting Pokemon Go in there just to let people play it without... Because it seems like they do that on purpose with the Pokemon Bank every time they come out with a new Pokemon game. So that you have to play with the ones that are in that game. And then you can be rewarded by keeping your game to use the Pokemon Bank later. So I could see that. Them saying, oh, Pokemon Go stuff is, is later. But uh, yeah, from what I'm seeing, it looks like the game is the same except for you don't have the random battles. They still have the same trainers are in the, still in the same spot as they were in yellow and all that. So if you're excited about that, there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I do think it's a nice way to get... I mean, it's if you're really big into Mew, they just got you on the hook for that i guess if you don't have yeah. pokemon go like i don't i don't want to hey. trot out pokemon go again so and even if you can go out and break the game with pokemon go that's i'm sure part of the point they they are very specific to say this is for the casuals 
Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody that's hardcore Pokemon, yeah, it's going to be 2019. You're going to get your version of the game. And from what I've heard, they are going... You ha- Hopefully you've played other Pokemon games before you play that one, because they're going super hardcore with it, according to what I've read. So I, I think... Yeah, I think this one's just for a goofy fun time and get the Pokemon Go craze and try to sell some Switches out of it. So I'm totally fine with it, but I just was surprised at some of the details, and we'll see, kind of see how it gets iterated into the game. But as as you said, Sean, I'm buying it no matter what. I have a, I have a nine-year-old, so I'm screwed. Well, I mean, it's a cool way to play <laughs> with them as well. You know, like... Yeah, absolutely. I think that might be the thing that finally gets Anaya to play games with me is she can just sit there and play. I don't have to sit there and constantly tell her, hey, do this, do that, do this. She just plays with me and she can do the same things I'm doing without like interrupting the the flow of the game. So I think that's a great way to, to kind of get them. And yeah, I'm seeing as I'm watching this, they're showing them like the Pokemon are just kind of flying around or standing around and you can decide whether you want to you know go catch them or not or you can just go right Mm -hmm. up to the next trainer and fight them or whatever so that looks that's cool if they still have the gyms and the elite four i think that's even better because that really gets you primed for you know that next game but moving on from pokemon i think after this what are they is this where they showed the the indie stuff for a little bit? No. Or... You, Sean, you keep skipping the best parts of these press conferences. What? We get a new, we get a new Mario Party. And oh, that's right, Mario back. Party. Mm-hmm. And you can move the Switch around if you if your friend brings another Switch. It changes the way that you play some of the mini games. So, that's neat. Yeah, be, I mean, that'll be different. I, I mean, they're always trying to find weird innovations and stuff, but my whole thing is they're bringing the boards back. I mean, Pokemon or Mario Party 10 was awful. But didn't they say they took the boards out for a reason? Like, yeah, because I, I don't know what the reason was, but it was stupid. It, like, they wanted to streamline the game or something. What, you don't want to have a four hour, 50 turn Mario Party game? I'm doing it. That's I'm already in talks with friends that I want to steal the giant bomb idea and play all the, the old games with 50 turns and, and lose our minds. I want that. I don't know about that. That's how how Mario Party works, is you lose your minds. It's it's so good to see the Destroyer of Friendships back. Yeah, I remember playing that. I'm so excited. (laughs) On 64 and friends being so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, God. Mario Party 4. There were wars between myself and my uh, my then-girlfriend. Every time we played that, I, I noticed the then part. Yeah, that's that's why she's the then. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! This was a, this was about uh, five years before she became an ex girlfriend. So. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, so this it, it, it didn't destroy scene. your. Fr- it didn't destroy <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, see, there you go. Mario Party Four. You know, you got the fighting out during the game. Then Mario Party Ten came out, and you couldn't have the fighting. So then. Their relationship ended, so uh, I blame Mario Party Ten and, for your relationship. And, part. and for that, and for that alone, I almost feel like I should send a fruit basket to the oh, to the God. Nintendo <laughs> board of directors. <laughs> we got a little bit too deep here on on this podcast. So, uh, 
Uh, so Fortnite is out right now. You can literally play it yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Uh, and it ex- it offers the full battle royale experience. So if you haven't gotten enough battle royale already, you can play it on the Switch as well. Fuck it's me. the perfect system for that game. <laughs> that 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 little taking the piss skit from the Bethesda presser about where are we go, what platform are we bringing Skyrim to next? I. I almost feel like that's eventually, sooner probably rather than later, going to be translated over to Fortnite. And they're running out of uh, systems, so they better get on it. Look for the TI-83 version of Fortnite and Skyrim. Yeah, I was, I, was go- I was going to say, give it time, and I think that I think graphing calculators are going to start coming packaged with Resident Evil 4, Doom... Skyrim and Fortnite. <laughs> God. Yeah, the ultimate classroom disruptor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, because it's just a set of games that at this point you can run on goddamn anything. Uh they also showed off Fire Emblem 3 Houses, which is the Switch uh, Fire Emblem game which I think is also coming to 3DS if I'm not mistaken. And it comes mm-hmm. out in spring 2019, so Watch out for that February 22nd date. Maybe it'll come out then, too. And, I don't know. Looks like more Fire Emblem, but on the Switch. Is anybody else just ever so slightly surprised that with the Switch now being such a roaring success that the 3DS is even still a thing? No. Yeah. Because they have a big player base there and people are still buying games for it or they wouldn't keep making games for it uh see i then i guess i was way off base i genuinely thought that it would be only a matter of time after the switch came out before nintendo would take one look at the 3ds and just kind of go well what exactly do we need you for it's the second pillar man come on They need that second pillar, I'm telling you. We talked I mean, about what, like it Smash on... Brothers, the 3DS sold like a million copies, right? Like, or more? But no, so... we talked about it before. Games are still coming out for the original Wii. So the 3DS is not no, going anywhere. The bigger surprise for Just Dance 2019 is that it came out for the Wii U. Like, why is look, that even getting games at this point? Like, well, well, well. Look, I'm I'm a little bit out of touch. We've acknowledged I'm a PlayStation guy. My people historically don't do handhelds all that well. So, yeah, uh, if Vita, you buy you a Vita, back. you buy games for the Vita. So, well, no, the Vita is awesome, but Sony didn't know how to handle that thing. So, exactly. I, I agree. I agree with Sean on that. Well, no, when I say my people, that's what I mean. I'm referring to. I'm referring to my Lord and Masters at Sony. Yeah, um, I, I got where you're going. Yeah, they've, I still don't uh, know why you needed to come out with a 3G version, but that's Sony <laughs> for you. Base 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 consoles, they do just they do just fine. But trying to steal absolutely anybody else's thunder, no, <laughs> don't even try it. Uh, they just, also had a sizzle reel for games coming. Uh, Overcooked two out on August seventh. Awesome, I love Overcooked. Uh, Killer Queen Black, which is an arcade game that I think they only made like a certain number of arcade boxes for that. So that's cool. That's coming to the Switch. I feel like Hollow Knight should have been out before this, but it's coming to Switch now. 
And World Ends With You, the final remix, which is one of the games I'm excited for, is coming out in the fall still. So that's good. Dragon Ball Fighter Z also coming uh, later this year. So if you didn't play Dragon Ball Fighter Z on the PS4 or Xbox One, you can play it on your Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I think that's that's it, except for Smash Brothers, right? Did I hit everything? Just about. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty much, yeah. Well, Smash Brothers got a ton of stuff, <laughs> and it was overkill. Uh, to the point, I mean, like they were really padding. I think they started this with like twenty-five minutes to go. By the time it was over, it had been twenty minutes. And it felt like it had been 45 minutes. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. So they announced the GameCube controller once again works. And it works on the Switch. Uh, with a USB adapter, of course. Um, okay, I, I, that's what I was going to ask. is How is it going to connect to the Switch? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they just didn't make a Switch uh, GameCube Joy-Con uh, thing. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's coming in the future or something. If they release, you know, GameCube games on the switch or something but uh the bigger thing is that it's actually super smash brothers ultimate so it includes every single smash brothers character ever Mm -hmm. released for any of the games so cloud solid snake with the original voice actor by the way the Mm. ryu bayonetta um ice climbers back what pac-man Pac-Man, yeah. Mega-Man, Sonic, and they also revealed Ridley at the end, the mm-hmm. big bad from Metroid. So, yep. the one new yeah. character. Yeah, they'll they, reveal they... another one at the tournament thing, like Randy said. And they, sure. they made sure to point out that even if a character appeared in only one game, even if they were just strictly DLC, no, they're going to be in it. Which now, I mean, if you're a fan of any other fighting game. And you've gotten just a wee bit sick of this recent trend of taking classic mainstay characters out of a base game and then trying to nickel and dime them later as DLC. How do you not look at what Nintendo is pulling here and then look at your game and just go, the fuck is your excuse? Because Mortal Kombat already did it a decade ago with with, uh, Armageddon. Yeah. Well, and also... Nintendo's making so much money on the Switch, they can afford to do that. Well, true, but, yeah. I mean, you, you just said it yourself. They Mortal Kombat did it a decade ago, but now more recently, again, you're, you're seeing a trend of characters I'll... who were just flat out included with, included with past games. And now one thing that critics keep, keep pointing out as a drawback to a lot of games is, okay, you just went ahead and you just gave me this character previously and now you want me to pay an extra five ten bucks whatever it's going to be and it's it's funny you mentioned mortal Kombat because it's mortal Kombat that's arguably been most guilty of that and that'd be street fighter <laughs> now, that yeah, reminds... street, well street fighter is not because they have that like it's almost sort of like a games as service yeah thing that they're doing with street fighter so you know i i mm. think Nintendo's also very kind about that kind of thing. They don't really like to upset the fan base in that way of nickel and diming them or whatever. They're very upfront about 
you know, the like when they say there's going to be DLC, they say there's DLC. When they give you DLC for characters, it's brand new ones. It's, you know, all that. If if anything, I thought that roster was a little too, was already bloated. And then they're introducing like the Echo characters. It's like, all right. It's getting WWE game levels of Mm. characters. Like, do we really need Pichu? Do we really need Ice Climbers? Like, no. (laughs) They were bad characters. (laughs) Do do Uh, we really need three links? Like, (laughs) it's, yeah, it just says WWE levels. Like, do we need five Triple H's, but they're all in there? I mean, like, so that's that's what they do. Evolution of his hair, man. Come on. It's true. <laughs> they, uh, I don't know. I like you know. It's mass. It the all the cool like updating them for the new system is is great. Like the stages looked fine. Um, I think honestly, Smash they gave themselves a really long window to introduce characters. Like Randy said, they're at the end. December seventh is when it's coming out, mm-hmm. and. You know, that's that's pretty much all we know until they and they're just going to re- probably release new characters until then and let everybody's overhyping begin on who they're going to, you know, include now that Ridley Ooh, has been yeah. put in there. Mike Tyson. That'd be awesome, but I feel like that's I, a... I just want a Mike Tyson amiibo, really. I'm I'm moderately surprised. This is the is this the first time Ridley's been in a Smash game? Yeah. Yes. I okay. That's surprising. I think it I might would... have been a trophy at one, like an assist trophy. I'm not quite sure, but as like a playable character, yes, for sure. I would have thought he would have been worked in way before now. Well, that character model looked pretty big compared to other characters. <laughs> True. Yeah. Oh no, he said that. He's like four meters tall and it took a lot for him to be in the game. They weren't really going to, but especially fans in Japan apparently really wanted him, so they went ahead and made it work. Mm-hmm. That was the first part of the treehouse that I happened to watch and then I kind of stopped watching it. But yeah, guys, that's sort of it for Nintendo. It was rather, it was like, oh... Okay, now I get why they're showing so much Smash because they were trying to pad it out for twenty minutes. But so... at least it was only as long as it needed to be. Yeah, Nintendo's always good about that, though. Like, yeah, it still felt like there was enough in there that it needed to be there. Not like Square, where it's like, well, I could have just not watched that. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So Super Mario Party, October fifth. You got, you know, a few games that have already come to other systems coming. Either they're out there now or they're coming soon. Uh, Overcooked 2. You've got sort of Smash Brothers at the end of the year. So they've still got a few things on the books coming. And, of course, Let's Go Pikachu, Eevee as well. So the last two months of the year are booked up, ready to go. Or last three months of Mario Party, so... I don't oh know God. what's coming 20... out, 
July, August, or September. I guess I'd have to go look, but... You know, 2017 was one of the finest years to be a gamer that I can remember. And 2018 is shaping up to have a chance of at least equaling it, if not surpassing it. Yeah, and then February 2019 beats all of that, so... Oh, okay, so Crash yeah. Bandicoot, Mario Tennis, those are in yeah, June. They, yeah, they showed Crash really quick, though. That was like five, like ten seconds, if that. Oh, I think Wolfenstein 2 still hasn't come out. Yeah, no. they, they showed the release date for that, but I forget what it is now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they got... I mean, technically, except for Mario Tennis, which comes out at the end of this near the end of this, like in about 10 days. Right. Wolfenstein 2 comes out the same day as Crash on June 29th. Damn. Talk about your wallet if you want both those games. <laughs> My poor, yeah. poor checking account. And then you have Octopath <laughs> Traveler in July. And... Oh, that's right, yeah. What's Sonic... What was Sonic Mania Plus again? Uh, July 17th. No, but what is so plus about it? Uh, it has to be two new characters. Oh, okay. So, so you finally get to play with Tails and Knuckles? No, it's uh, the armadillo and this flying squirrel. Oh, yeah, you can already okay. play as Tails and Knuckles on that. Yeah, I just I never got that far to go to play. I've played with Sonic, and that's that's it. Oh, and then Captain Toad. Captain yeah. Toad comes out the same day as Octopath. Jesus, man! <laughs> my wallet that week. It's gonna hate mm-hmm. me. It's. But yeah, no, that's there's still a lot for Nintendo. So and then you got Mega Man Eleven as well. So. Nice. But yeah. Um Valkyrie Chronos actually four is gonna come to the Switch. Nice. Oh they're on the treehouse they are showing Jim or they're showing a Jim in that Pokemon game, so Oh, awesome. Oh there it is, yeah. Sweet. Okay. I love that game now. <laughs> oh, it's good for the reviews. <laughs> Yeah, let's go ahead. And yeah, rank let's go some ahead stuff. and do this. Uh, so, what's our rating for this Nintendo conference before we get into the final ranking of all the how you rank the conferences? I'd say five. Yeah, I'm torn between a seven and an eight. They showed a lot at the beginning, obviously, just quick and fast. The, the Smash stuff did drag a bit because it felt like we were getting the entire tutorial, um, but that's their main game and it's coming out and. I guess they didn't bore us with long talky sections or anything, so I thought they showed a lot of games coming out. We were just talking about all these things that they threw out in a couple minutes that are coming out soon that are going to hurt the wallet, so I I will go seven. I'll go seven because it wasn't as flashy as the other two. Uh, I I do think we should give them credit. Look, it dragged, but at least they showed video, and they actually showed the moves and stuff that you know they're talking about and not like some dude just going oh well he's doing this and he's doing that and you know whatever so there's there's that part of it i think the super mario party announcement was i think the only sort of big surprise everything else we knew about in one form or the other other than you know ridley being in smash uh i think the even the ultimate thing had been hinted at by people of maybe this is just going to be like everybody ever and it's going to be the without not having another word for it the ultimate version of smash brothers so you don't have to go back to any of those other 
Smash games, you'll just play the Switch one, which I think is a good idea in the end. And sure. Yeah. So I'll go seven and a half. What do you think, uh, Comer? I would say it's it's a middle eight. Like I said, it was thankfully it was only as long as it needed to be, which, as you said, is something that Nintendo routinely does well. They highlighted what they need what they needed to highlight, and yeah, that Smash Ultimate reveal was just huge and informative uh so as as awkward as it might seem that they seem to give so relatively little time to everything else and then so much to just that one huge game um it balanced out pretty nicely so and and again uh i i think that they're all they're as aware as they're as their fans are, that they have a reputation for spreading their reveals out uh, throughout the treehouse. So, yeah, that was that was a good middle of the road presser. That was that's how it's done. Yeah. So, all right. Now all the pressers are done, guys. We have the all right. ultimate decision now of. Where where's your list? Where are you ranking them all? Who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I guess I will. Do you mind if I just kind of give my top three, as opposed to just kind of going down the down the line with each of them specifically? I mean, we know EA's last, so <laughs> uh, what, yeah. Go ahead, do your top three. It's fine. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, in order from. From the top, uh, my top one was Bethesda, because oh. that's an outstanding lineup lineup of games. They gave each just the right amount of time, just the right amount of hype. Um, they put most of the focus right where it needed to be, which was on Fallout seventy six, and also you had the you had the right man leading it because i mean i could be doing the backstroke at the bottom of a well and todd howard could probably sell me a case of aquafina um so overall i i enjoyed that one the most and i'm probably most excited overall for their titles uh, a close second would be sony they tried to do something different with presentation it didn't work and it damn near killed the whole thing but i give him credit for uh, for at least trying to put out something interesting to set themselves apart um i'm sure they probably thought it was going to co- going to come across better than it did so i mean just you know lesson learned for 2019 uh the lineup of games i'm so stoked for um, for pretty much all of them absolutely from top to bottom uh, I, I don't think I'm quite as excited about anything, though, as I am about The Last of Us uh, Part Two. That looks like, against my skepticism, uh, like it could very well live up to the original. Um, and and right down to they even threw in a threw in a nice slice of gameplay with that. That was that was pleasantly surprising. I wasn't entirely expecting that. Um, <laughs> third, and this this doesn't mean that I enjoyed it the least by any means. I'm just saying these are my top three out of all of them so far. Is Devolver Digital? 
because in addition to actually showcasing their games, they just get how to take the piss out of the entire industry and probably even get the people they're taking jabs at laughing along with it. Um, the, uh, what what was it they called it the uh, the 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 giant cryptocurrency token? Oh, uh, I forget. Oh, the devolver coin. Yeah, 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 yeah. The devolver coin that you could actually buy. <laughs> that and they said that, they were that, almost sold like, out by the next morning, right? See that that's like something right out of the Cards Against Humanity playbook <laughs> for something they would come up with. Um, and uh, I adored the RoboCop homage at the end, uh, promising that they're going to pay off at next at next year's E3. Um, Devolver is always worth staying up late for, so that comes as no surprise. And kind of right below them would be Nintendo for getting in there, saying what they needed to say, and then getting right out. Uh, everybody else was kind of was kind of a letdown. Uh, Ubisoft didn't exact didn't exactly wow me. Uh, Squeenix was puzzle was puzzlingly um, both shallow. brief and yeah, brief and shallow. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, crikey, bumblefuck, Microsoft. Cut your goddamn times down. This year, you don't even have the excuse of having to highlight uh, some new sport or network TV streaming service, or or letting you know Baldy McNo Neck from the UFC uh, come hi- come hype his game or their streaming service or whatever, and you still went just about the length of an of an average feature length movie. Sweet fuck. Good God, rain it in guys. That was painful, especially when you account for how much of that was spent on the on the masturbatory personal backslapping. Um just holy shit. Reserve some just reserve some of that cut stuff for your press kit get to the goddamn point. Um and that's despite the fact that some of the games some of the games they went with actually looked pretty good. But the problem is the the host came across as inc- came across as incredibly awkward. You got um oh wait, never mind, that's EA I'm thinking of. Never mind. Um Phil Spencer no, he, actually came no, EA Phil Spencer was fine. Yeah, e- EA's was EA's was said- all she just had nothing to work with. That was a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she she made the best of what she, of what she had. God bless her. She was she was doing her best to make chicken shit out of chicken salad, but it still just came across sometimes as desperately fill the time. Uh, but Microsoft, by far, I mean, rank everybody else where you want to. Microsoft would be at the bottom. By a far, by far, far margin. They they just have no idea just who they're actually making this presser for. But what? 
Are we watching the same stuff here? Microsoft? Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody else, I got the impression, they were putting their material out there in a way that was going to be more appealing to fans. Um, That was... That that was something else that I liked about the ones that I rank that I rank near the top is I consider them kind of the most fan, the most consumer friendly pressers. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I gotta debate this for a second because I'm very confused, and I know you're a Sony guy, and so am I. But the things that you were knocking Microsoft for was the the, the, the glad handing and the patting themselves on the back. Yet you rank Bethesda first, and their entire first half of the press conference was. Look at how many people are playing this game. We are we were ranked number one in this for the last three years. I mean, even the this joke they made about good. Skyrim is patting themselves on the back because they know how great Skyrim is. The, the it, first half of the Bethesda press conference was almost as bad as EA. Yeah, but I felt like the other half of Bethesda's conference. Well, yeah, kind of made up and that's it. and that's why I I did my rankings a little different. So I have I have Sony first. Again, they had their issues with their design and stuff at the beginning. But once they got to that second half, they went to their normal game after game after game. And I'm like you, almost all of the games they showed I have interest in. So that's kind of a personal take on for me. Obviously, Resident Evil 2 Remake just is my moment of the whole show. Uh, and The Last of Us 2 looked flipping outstanding. They they sold me on Spider-Man. Death Stranding looked ridiculous. I loved it. So, so they're number one for me. I have Microsoft second. Uh, listen, they showed 50 games. 50 of them were the first time we had seen them, period. Obviously, not all of them are exclusives. And that's just the, the, the day and age now. But they showed a lot. There was a lot to take in. Yes, it, it did go the longest out of all of them. But they had a lot of gameplay to go through. And I like that. I have Nintendo third. Smash went a little long for me. But obviously, that's their main thing. They showed a lot of games at the beginning that... I can now go and watch trailers on what I need to. So they're third for me. Um, I have Todd Howard fourth because his <laughs> part of the presentation uh, was absolutely excellent. And that's fair. That's had fair. Me sold on, on fallout. Uh, I have Ubisoft next, obviously just showing some beyond good and evil too. So I, I was really worried that game is ever coming out give me a little bit more ease that yes they're still working on it obviously i'm a trials guy so seeing that they're coming out with a new one and they had a little bit of fun with their press conference with some of their goofy antics and musical performances or whatever some of them over the top some bear of them, porn whatever. bear porn yes that was a, a great comment <laughs> i actually listened to that last night after you told me that so i had to do that uh let's see after ubisoft i actually enjoyed the pc gaming show uh, I know it's 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 not flashy or anything. It was one guy up there just basically like an award show. Okay, here's our next game. Here's our next game. Here's our next game. But it really focused on a lot of the indie titles and was really nice to see. And there are some great indie games coming out. So I put that one in there. I will then go ahead and put the rest of the Bethesda conference here because <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> Well, no, excuse me. I'll put Devolver Digital over that. Excuse me. I almost forgot about Devolver. I'm looking at a list that doesn't list that. So the Devolver and then the rest of the Bethesda press conference only because Square 
and EA missed the mark so bad. Uh, for me, I actually put Ubisoft first. Like, I thought it was a good stage show. It kind of did what I always wanted out of an E3 show. They had the right amount of celebrities like they always do. <laughs> and the <laughs> right amount of panda bear dancing. Um, and I talked to someone last night and con- it confirmed my horror, my increasing horror about like Odyssey just being a carbon copy of Origins. Like, same gameplay, same everything, which is not good. Um, I had Sony 2, Microsoft 3, uh, I had Bethesda at 4, uh, Nintendo 5, Square 6, and EA, obviously 7. I want to add the caveat that I think Randy said is that we have to remember that part of this is going to be personal because some of these press conferences, even if we want to try to be professional about this and try to look at this in a way of just saying, okay, well, they did good stuff. If you don't care about the game that they're showing, it's still, as much as I'm sitting here taking notes, part of me, like with Fallout 76, I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm writing all this stuff down, but I, part of me also doesn't care. So, you know. I I think it was was Greg Miller I, I heard earlier this week that said it perfectly. It's like, one of us can watch, like, say, Forza Motorsports, trailer and go this is dumb i'm never going to play this someone else is that is their smash brothers yeah that is their last of us that is their the game that they're waiting for and it's just so crazy with video games is how different our takes can be which is an amazing thing but so yeah i mean it's it's impossible not to rank these without having a bit of because it's all about the games that you want to play yeah it's hard to be objective like that's the whole point I mean, we can all agree that EA was the worst, but that's kind of about it. Yeah, we can all agree mm-hmm. on EA and Square, just absolutely just whatever, you know, but that's because they were so bad, you're sitting there going, well, Square wasn't bad, it was just like, okay, why do we need to watch this? But, you know, still. <laughs> and that's sad, because I love, I like almost all those Square games, and I wish they would have shown a little bit more of those two. One of them is technically coming out this year, and you showed us, like, nothing. But it is what it is. This is hard for me because I have, like, Microsoft showed off two of my favorite franchises since I was in, like, sixth grade. And I still play those games even if I don't really like shooters that much outside of those two games. Gears and Uh, Halo? Gears and Halo, so... Mm -hmm. I thought you meant Crackdown for a second. No, I'm Crackdown. <laughs> I will be consistent in that. I never liked any of the Crackdown games, regardless of whether how much one changed from the other. It just they never got my attention. But yeah, it's it's and I I like the fact that Microsoft is finally understanding that you have to change and you have to create your own games. And buying those studios, I think, helps them a lot. Uh, they did show a lot of games. Uh, you know, I wasn't a big fan of everything. I also liked the fact that they had they had the good so- from software game that people actually sort of cared about, not that VR mm. BS that they show at the end of the Sony thing. So, I mean, I think that's a plus for them too. Uh, I have them first. They also showed a ton of games, and so and I know Phil Spencer was on there talking and and whatnot, but you're gonna have that little bit with with all of them. Uh, Sony was second. I still haven't played all of Last of Us 1, but what they showed of Last of Us 2 makes me want to actually go back and play Last of Us 1 now. 
I've been a fan of Ghost of Tsushima since they announced it, so I'm down with that. And who's the, who doesn't like Spider-Man? So, you know, Nintendo... Like, it's hard for me because I think Ubisoft probably had a better conference than Nintendo, but personally, I don't necessarily care that much about Ubisoft's games, uh, to be quite honest. So, Nintendo for me is third because almost all their games that they showed, I am hyped. Smash Brothers, I don't know. I don't have a ton of friends to play that with like I did when I was younger, so I don't know that I'm going to march right out and buy it, but... Some of the other stuff they showed, I'm definitely down for. And I'll, I'll put uh, Ubisoft fourth. I'll be like Bethesda. The games that they showed during that part that was bad that Randy talked about, I like Doom and I like Wolfenstein. Mm. So I hate that that's also included in that part that sucked. Because um, <laughs> I I'm not like Fallout seventy six intrigues me if like we can all play together. But I don't know that I want to play that by myself. And you know, I could care less about other scrolls and Starfield is whatever. I'll see it whenever they actually show something. So you know. And then Square and and I put Devolver separate because that thing would be number one because it's so funny and just so out there and I like Devolver as a developer and all that, but I just can't compare them to the other ones. They it's not the same. They're not trying to be serious. They know mm-hmm. what they're trying to do, and I appreciate that they exist and they do that. I think that's a great little refresher for, hey, you just got done watching Microsoft and Bethesda just do a bunch of crap here. Have fun. Watch us for 30 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. <laughs> so. Microsoft should be last because Jay Allard wasn't on stage. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so what is your top rankings for the press conferences? You know, you can let us know either on the YouTube comments or – on the WTOnet.com comments or wherever it is that you listen to this, find a way, get in touch with us. You can find us all on Twitter in some form, uh, at Randy Isbell, at Humanity Plague, at WTOnet.com. What's your thing, Mr. Comer? At Comer Codex. There you go, at Comer Codex. So, you know, find us, let us know. And this has been fun, being able to do all these press conferences. We've done these for, I think, like, I got to say, at least four or five years now. So, uh, I enjoyed the hell out of this. Yeah. It's cool. It, it's nice to, to watch these and watch these all together and and then be able to come through and do the podcast. So hopefully you enjoyed them as well. And we'll be back at some point with a wrap-up on everything once they, you know, reveal everything in the next today tomorrow and and thursday and after that i don't know when mark and i are going to do the podcast because the world cup is coming on right after that and i'm literally like just yeah doing podcasts all the time for that so i don't know go, uh, go usa oh damn shit uh I'm, I'm oh stop it randy i already feel terrible and it's two days away i, I still love the fact that all the promotions are going well uh, mexico Go Mexico. Sure. Mexico's <laughs> America's other team. Like, no, it's not. Like, it's Mexico's. Th- well, technically, all the Mexico games do better than the U.S. games because all the Latin people that are watching it. But it's like, still. But all right, we're getting off topic here. So hopefully you enjoyed all the press conferences. Now you can enjoy just watching whatever game you're interested in because I'm sure there's a stream of something you like out there. Go find it on Twitch, YouTube, whatever. And enjoy your games, and we'll be back 
whenever we can do this again. Later, everybody. Later. See you, everybody.